0: Everyone, this is Melanie and Colette, and welcome to episode 188 of the Savvy Girls Podcast. I am podcasting today with Deborah in Ottawa. I'm just recording this introduction a little later with a little help from a bird. And Deborah is back. She is talking a lot about her kids and about knitting and about all sorts of things. So if you've missed Deborah and I have, sit back, get out your knitting sticks. And enjoy the show. And I say, wait, hey, hey, it's just an every day, and it's all your state of mind. At the
1: end of the day, you just got to say it's all right.
0: So, guess who's here? Hi, everyone! It's Deborah! I'm sorry
1: i'm here now right now (laughs) so where are we Uh, we're right now in my home in ottawa and i have two 13 month old babies who are napping who hopefully will nap for quite a while 13 months old oh my goodness it has been quite the 13 months i can see it (laughs) <laughs> the ravages of time no maybe <laughs> the ravages of, of yeah there's not of a twins.
0: lot of twins the ravages of twins sleep that happens okay so we were going to talk about knitting but tell me about your twins. no we were talking no. about the ravage how it's ravaged my <laughs> my appearance no no no. let's talk about knitting in a minute everyone okay. wants to know tell us about your babies okay
1: so i had my babies in december 2017 and how big were they they were little they were just under and just over four pounds And they spent a little bit of time in the hospital to learn how to feed and to grow a little bit. And then they came home. And since then, it has been... Oh, my goodness. A full-time job, to say the least. I absolutely love. I absolutely love it. I absolutely adore them. I spend time wondering if it's this hard for everybody. And I think having children is really, really hard for everybody. I don't know if having Two at once. Although I now know some people who have had three at once, and I just can't imagine it. Sometimes I wonder if having two at once is harder. But then I think if I had one really, I don't want to say high needs baby. Because these aren't these these are pretty no, easy babies. No, they're pretty babies. chill babies. Yeah, uh, most of the time. Yeah. Well, now I mean they are they're, they're babies though, so they need attention, and they when they get hungry they unless they're holding three. a price tag. Oh, yeah, they like to eat things that are made from paper. So Receipts, the no, Yeah, they che- Books. Books, they like to chew on the spine of books. Your cell phone. Yeah, that's not a book, but. The remote control. Uh, mom has, has started calling them technivores because if there's anything technical they want like anything IT related, they want to stick it in their mouths and chew on it. So it's. You're having fun? I'm having a wonderful time. Really? I am. I am. But it's all out; it's all out all the time. Birds grow up in two weeks. Uh, yes, they do, and then you don't get enjoy you don't get to enjoy the nighttime snuggles.
0: Yes, you do. After they peck your eyes, uh, they into pick your, up face, your eyes, you wipe the blood away and enjoy the nighttime snuggle. So I haven't done much knitting in the last couple of years. Okay, and, let's talk about knitting. Okay, so I haven't done
1: much knitting in the last couple of years. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. The pregnancy was really hard. It was really physically. I was nauseous for the first two trimesters and that or the first trimester and a half. And then after that, I was big and uncomfortable and roll. I felt like a manatee trying to roll a manatee out of water. (laughs) So I, I didn't get much knitting done prior to having the babies. And then since having the babies, it was, first of all, it was all out caring for them. And then it still is close to all out caring for them but in the moments that I have where they're playing independently if I pull out yarn or needles then they grab them so I did try to make them sweaters for Rhinebeck I got them 80% done and then didn't get it done in time since then I've finished the knitting on one of them and the other one I'm missing the button band and I just need to find the time to do that and then I need to sew on buttons and grain ribbon and and Well, just sew on buttons. And sew-in so ends. And so my hope is to get that done before the end of winter slash before they outgrow the sweaters, which at this point there's a good chance that's going to happen before I'm finished.
0: But other people have knit them sweaters too. Absolutely. I got two beautiful
1: sweaters from uh, Hohi Locatelli. She designed them for the babies. She knit the, yeah. Well, her mom knit one. She and her mom each knit one, and then she embroidered little kitty cat faces on the front. And that fit them for the first I don't know, I want to say 4 months. We can put or up a picture, 5 months, something like that. And then I got from my swap petition partner, I got two sweaters, and since I didn't finish Rynbeck sweaters in time, those sweaters were their <laughs> Rynbeck sweaters. And then uh, one of my mom's friends in Edmonton knit them a couple of sweaters which are are still a little on the big side, so they haven't worn them much, but they will get a lot of good wear out of those. And then my um my friend Dominique knit them oh she's she's actually crocheted them some she's crocheted and knit a couple of stuffed animals
0: which are absolutely gorgeous is it the beautiful purple giraffe made of squares except it's a hippo well, but yeah, you know. there's a hippo and there's an elephant i don't there's, have a master's in zoology <laughs> there is a,
1: it's actually I, I, I we should try to link to the projects these are absolutely beautiful they're they're crocheted but they're not amigurumi they're it's like various, granny squares. Almost granny squares or hexagons <coughs> that are then attached in a way that create the shape of the animals. It's an absolutely fascinating construction. And then she did really, really striking colors. So those are gorgeous. And then she she also knit them a couple of, of stuffed animals. She also knit them a couple of uh, boleros. So those were absolutely adorable too. And I'm sure I've missed a couple mom, of. Mom! Savvy Mom! Oh, and Savvy Mom them crocheted hats. them some hats. And I'm sure there have been some other handmade gifts, but my mind is drawing a blank right now. I tried to knit a couple of hats before they were born, and I knit.
0: Oh, mom knit them them. hats.
1: Well, I knit them a number of hats, and they were all too small because I apparently don't know the size of babies, even premature babies. I clearly don't know how big babies are. (laughs) And when I held them up to my stomach, I
0: I couldn't imagine fitting a lot more in there. But it, apparently, yeah. But when you eat, when you, for example, the lunch we just ate, could you picture fitting that much in there? Yes, I looked
1: at the bowl and I said I could definitely eat that. Okay. And then I looked at the scone that I ate and I thought, yeah, that'll
0: fit. And, and then
1: the I then I looked at the smoothie and I thought that'll fit too. See, so you're better. You're better
0: at. I'm judging the
1: size of my. Food baby. Food, food baby than my real baby yes <laughs> yeah so you have babies I do and, and I'm th- taking some time off of work I've been off for 12 months and I'm taking an extra few months off partly because we didn't figure out childcare in time but also mostly because I am enjoying spending a lot of time with them and th- it's it's still a lot of work and a lot of nighttime work and i wasn't i wasn't ready to go back
0: so are other moms crazy
1: are other moms crazy so it's been an interesting cultural experience for me because i've been on i joined a number of mom groups on facebook and there are people from all over the place and mostly countries that are English-speaking, so primarily Canada, the US, the UK, Australia, but there are people from all walks of life, from all backgrounds, and seeing the variety of, for example, the, the, the culture of baby showers was kind of surprising to me, because for me, my experience was if someone's having a baby, some of their friends should throw them a baby shower, but it's generally in someone's home, and I honestly I think I've been to two baby showers in my life, and both of them were people from work. You went to yours. In New York, I did have I did I, I did go to my
0: very hotel, memorable three. No, <laughs> I'll never forget I'm not
1: talking about that. But there is a culture, and maybe many of our listeners have experienced this, but a culture of of baby shower being a big deal, where you you rent a hall and. Um, sometimes it's the the mother or the the family themselves who are throwing themselves the shower, and getting it catered, and that was a bit
0: of a surprise to me. But it seems to be something that lots of people do. Do lots of people do those baby moon things? Not that I've experienced. So it's just really pretentious. I don't. I mean, kind of. If you think about it, it's if is to explain. So a baby moon
1: is sort of like a honeymoon, but you generally do it, I think, in the second trimester when you're over the when you're over the
0: the, uh, nausea, the stuff, nausea and you can stuff. well you can but, still travel but
1: while you can still travel and you go on a vacation it's actually it's a silly name but the idea being that it's a couple's chance to get away before you have the stress of having children or your first child
0: oh see and I thought okay i thought just she just went alone Oh, that's I just thought. Oh, she, that sounds delightful. I mean, that's I, <laughs> not that I would want to get away, but it's it's. I just thought because of that girl you knew in New York, I thought she just went away alone and had a bunch of massages and pedicures alone, and then. Came no, back. I
1: think I think you go with your spouse, and it's your chance to enjoy each other before uh, before you have the stress of having a child or a baby. Um, but that's not something I've seen a lot of. And so, anyways, it's been a an interesting. An interesting experience. That the the there are lots of questions. There's, I mean, most probably most of our listeners have been through it. The 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 no, hot button some. top the hot button topics being feeding your child, feeding and sleep, and vaccinations. No, well, yeah, I mean, that's a topic that most people don't talk about online because circumcision. That's also a topic most people don't discuss online because it's so. People get so worked up about it, but it's people worry constantly about feeding and constantly about sleep. And I've tried to, I mean, the question of feeding has, has been a challenge for me. You know, are you breastfeeding or are you pumping or are you, which is a form of breastfeeding, but you know, are you formula feeding and you know, how do you, how are you managing each of it comes with its, with its own gear and its own set of you know, best practices or most convenient way of doing it, and it works differently for different people, but that's a kind of a constant, a constant source of discussion and a and a constant worry for people. And then the question Doesn't is not it boring though? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah now, I don't... read the groups primarily for for sometimes to pick up tips of interesting, you know, <laughs> interesting ways to handle. I don't know what, but you know, ideas of, of, of ways to handle things that I find challenging and sometimes just for the, for the fun of... Every now and then someone posts funny stories or, or
0: whatnot. So in case people were wondering... Okay. Breast milk tastes like soap. It's not that soapy. It's kind of soapy. It's delicious. Maybe we should have another try. Okay. Should I go get some? We- <laughs> we're doing this. Talk about knitting. <laughs> it's not like I'm getting it from the source. <laughs>
1: All right, so I am not uncomfortable to discuss it. I'm primarily pumping for my babies. We're doing this. And yeah, we're going to do this. So there's a lot of breast milk in the fridge and freezer. Do
0: you have any and shot glasses?
1: No, I don't. But you can use a small glass. And Melanie's pulled out some milk. Are we just drinking that directly from there? No, okay.
0: You can. I mean, it's just, yes. Okay.
1: I mean, I regularly taste my breast Okay, I'll divide it up. Just talk about knitting. It's delicious. What am I going to talk about knitting?
0: Try to figure out how many listeners we're going to lose
1: from this. I don't know. (laughs) How many listeners are we going to lose from... From It's a form of food.
0: You can have the smaller portion because you can always make yourself more. Okay.
1: You're not allowed to say it's disgusting. I won't. It's delicious.
0: Are we doing a toast? We're doing cheers. Cheers! Cheers to deliciousness. Wait, 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 I'm not ready. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. No, I want to. Let's do cheers again. Cheers. Boop! It's
1: not soapy at all, actually.
0: It's less soapy than it used to be. Remember, we don't
1: drink cow's milk very much anymore. We have almond milk, so we're it's not as so- used to the taste.
0: Is it weird that I just drank a breast milk? <laughs> I don't
1: find it weird at all, but I think other people might. We each just had about an ounce, an ounce and a half. How much does it sell for? I had understood that it sells for about a dollar a ounce. That's only a dollar of milk. You're cheaper than Starbucks. You <laughs> can steam it. And uh, Generally, people with babies don't buy breast milk, from what I've understood. I think the people who pay for breast milk generally are bodybuilders, and for some reason it's good for, I think, the high-fat content or whatever.
0: It does have a soap aftertaste. It does not taste like soap. Aftertaste. I think once it's been in the
1: fridge for a day, it gets that more soapy taste. Is this new How This is new. This is new. This is from this morning.
0: I just find it weird that we ate supper together and now I'm drinking your supper through your milk. <laughs> it feels like anyway, so weird. Uh, you drink cow's milk. Pasteurized. Okay. This is hippie raw milk. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where you've been. <laughs>
1: I've been with you for the last week. I don't think I've left your
0: sight for a week. Good point. Even when I go to the bathroom, i was just going to say the babies want the it, door open. Pushing the door open. Well, when I go to the bathroom in Alberta, the bird wants the door open. But, okay, but I so am there's There's no i out of your sight in a week. So if there's any listeners left, how can we lose the rest of them? Since we've done that. How's, what do you plan on knitting? Oh, gosh. What do I plan on knitting? I finished a shawl. Good for you. Why don't we talk about your knitting? Well, the thing is I can't knit anymore right now because I hurt my arm. You're and I, I've whinged about that for quite a lot on the last episode, the hot fire. So I won't right now, but let's just say not any better. It's getting really annoying and I finished the shawl anyway because it was time.
1: So it hurts even
0: more? It was, it's been a couple weeks since I finished the shawl. It is by Carissa Browning. I expanded upon it a little bit and made it longer and wider and I almost I actually it's just expanding it not
1: expanding upon it
0: if you expand upon something aren't you talking about it she's she's a mother now that she's a mom come on mom make me a sandwich
1: actually yesterday you asked me to fix your scarf for you because I'm now a mom so I'm kind (laughs) fixing scarves (laughs)
0: You were good at fixing the scarf. I did fix I had was all tangled. Your,
1: your little face ski was a little bit chilly. I was really tangled and it was cold. You were tangled and it was <laughs> cold. And you were having trouble getting your hood up, I you need to put that up and tuck it all in warmer and. more. mom's your just you're good at that. Your poor little face was chilly.
0: My poor little face was chilly. Knitting. Knitting so this was the right. scarf upon which I expanded. <laughs> it's by Carissa Browning. Well, I'd I made it before. You just expanded the pattern. You expanded I ran out. I didn't actually finish the last repeat of the final chart of the pattern because I ran out of yarn, but I, I finished it anyway. So the shawl is called Blue Bonnets Forever. Okay. And it did go on forever. Okay. Because I did, I I started it last May. It lasted a while. Because I made it, it was purple and I made it to the green color that mom bought for me. It was some. It was a local dyer in Edmonton who seems to no longer be around because I, I did look it up to try to find more information. So you
1: did stripes on it.
0: No, I did not do stripes on it. I did a color, another proof of a color, and then an, back to the first color. Oh, so like an accent, an accent strip. Yeah, it was a okay. little more square than I thought with the accent strip. Okay. I thought it would be rounder, and it, it is a square-ish shawl. Oh, is it? It's square-ish. It's, well, it's do, do, do. Oh. This is a podcast they can't see. Instead so of it's, being there, instead uh, of, it's three sections, two, I suppose.
1: It's half of a hexagon.
0: Yeah, yeah. So and I green, love the shape. It's
1: a four-sided, sh- oh, I guess, unless it's a triangle, all shawls are
0: four-sided. Okay. It was just a little more geometric looking than I thought with okay. the two colors. I thought it would be a little rounder. I, you know what? It's great. I love it. Yeah. I love it a lot, and it did go on forever, and I ran out of yarn, but luckily I couldn't have gone, I couldn't have gone one more row. Okay. This, did you come to the end of the pattern? No, thing? I left about 11 rows out. But it looks fine? And then I just went, and then I cast off. Well, because it was the end. It was the end. Okay, but there it was, looks... It looks fine. Yeah, there was a third chart. There were, It was chart A for the beginning and then chart B for the middle. And then it goes into chart C for this, this ending. And the ending ends up repeating, 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 repeating. Ah. So I left it only repeating, repeating. That's you all. You
1: finished one of the internal repeats. Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah.
0: So it looks normal. Of course it looks normal. It looks as normal wow. as, as a beautiful shawl I made good, without swatching or paying much attention to the lace could look. It, I'm sure it's gorgeous. Yeah. It is gorgeous. I've seen it. You haven't blocked it yet, I have right? to block it. We were going to, but we, we didn't. We ran out of time. We've been busy. We've been so busy. Melanie has been incredibly helpful. We've been selling all her stuff.
1: We've been selling a lot of things that I no longer need
0: on Facebook
1: Marketplace. Yes, we have. So some furniture and some baby things that the girls have outgrown and i've been very surprised it's taken a lot of effort to manage it
0: oh and how many 400 my my entire vinyl record collection
1: oh yes and some some things that that was living in your basement yeah some some things from my grandmother's
0: home including life magazines and some things like that so we've been those were great but in the end they just take they just take up space that's right it's they weren't bringing us joy Oh, oh, but they weren't. We are gonna make mom do that so much. I'm getting to Edmonton tomorrow, and mom is gonna have to look at every item in her house and make a declaration of joy. She's well, gonna we hate should me. should do. I've, I actually have that book somewhere. I'll just make her watch but the we Netflix watch show.
1: Ad- an episode, so we can prejudge whether it's
0: whether it's good. It's appropriate for mom. I think it will be. I think it. I think it will be appropriate for mom. We've been watching a show on Netflix called Working Moms. It's Canadian it is bad but also good it's also really good but also terrible yes
1: so it's about how many moms are there four or five four
0: four main moms i guess
1: and it's about they're all they all just went to back to work after taking maternity leave and they're experiencing motherhood and re-entry to working life in each their own way and there are some really funny scenes
0: (laughs) although the play we paused it right now with some guy shoving his finger into a lady's mouth in the storeroom
1: Yes, well, that was,
0: that's... A, it's for us to look at while we podcast oh, <laughs> to inspire us in some way. It's a
1: non-violent but, scene.
0: No, no, it's no. Just, she, it, I don't mean, she, she requested it-ish. <laughs> oh. Oh. The point is, it's bad good if you're on Netflix and want a bad good show. Although, I don't know if it's available in the States. Oh, then... It, this
1: might be one of those things that's on Canadian Netflix only. only. Because if you other people don't know, there are many things that are on American Netflix only.
0: All right. Well, if I'm making other recommendations, if if you're an adult and have not watched the new Shira cartoon yet, you are missing out. It's we watched a- an episode. It was cute. It's adorable and it's actually really, really good. So you should watch Shira, if you have your sister's Amazon Prime account. Yeah. You should watch Man in the High Castle if you're in the states because you can't get it in Canada. Oh, I have It's it. so good. I have two episodes left, and I need to get over the border for two hours. To watch it.
1: What else have we been watching? We were watching Walking Dead. We caught up on Walking Dead.
0: Yeah, it's gotten bad. But that's okay. Yeah. But I still love it. Me too. And I don't watch a lot of... That's kind of all I've been watching, I think.
1: I've been re-watching all of the West Wings. Still love Boring. West Boring. I love West Wing. It's really good.
0: American politics is
1: exhausting. It's the Aaron Sorkin dialogue and, and the, the writer he's it's ent- the character's I just I love West Wing
0: well, no I love She-Ra uh, good on you. there you go <laughs> <laughs> did West we- Wing have a magic sword no uh, no no uh, case in point uh, <laughs> <laughs> Deborah's babies if you ask them any questions they'll look at you and give you a blank look and say
1: <laughs> both of them
0: well one
1: of them <laughs> Amelia there's one baby who's a little bit more outgoing and who has taken they both love melanie but she in particular has connected with melanie and just wants melanie to hold her and wakes up in the morning and sees melanie and just brightens up and it's very cute she's the messy one she it's funny i've genetically identical twins who are being raised in an environment where their you know nature and nurture are both very very similar and yet they're very different and even just evidenced by if you see a picture of them you just watch them eat and one of them they, like they both get messy but one of them will isadora isadora gets a whole lot less messy than amelia who will yogurt all over her face and all over her and she's just enthusiastic about it and isadora is a little more precise and she picks something up and she examines it and she carefully puts it in her mouth and it's it's really interesting to see the develop the side by side development and changes in personality and I'm sure every everyone's children if you have more than one child they're all very different but not everyone gets to see it happening side by side at the same time without the, the without the 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 time in between to I don't know I, I can imagine that it's hard to remember exactly when things happened or how they happened with You know, at each stage.
0: Their teeth came in on the same day. Their
1: first teeth cut on the very same day. Now, since then, the additional teeth are coming in at different times. But, yeah, the
0: first tooth, same day. The bird is fine. Tell me more about the bird. She's so cute. I get to see her tonight. My little angel who fell from the sky. She's so cute. You know, she... (laughs) She fell from the sky, and you know, from a cloud, because she's an angel and also a sparrow. She's actually a sparrow and an angel. Okay. She grants wishes if you rub her head. I bet she, she loves doesn't Dad. let anybody rub her head. That's <laughs> there's the problem. She is so cute. She sits at the window and screams at the birds outside. Aww. And then she pecks mom's face. Of course. And then she sticks her beak mom's in mom's food. ear and eats tries to eat from mom's mouth. Recently. And steals her sandwich of chicken. It's great. It's fabulous. I can't wait to hold my angel sweet bird.
1: <laughs>
0: and her development is exceptional. She is. She can fly. Can your babies fly? Look. My babies can't fly yet. There you go. Yet.
1: <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we talked did, about development. It hasn't true. happened yet. It's
0: true. true. So coming up for you. Mom's coming up for you.
1: <laughs> Mom is coming actually down because she's a little further north. Right. North but mostly west. So she's coming across. She's coming for you. (laughs) So she's coming here for a visit. And then also, I'm likely going to do a trip to Toronto to see some extended relatives. And then hopefully Melanie and I will see each other in about a month or so from now when you're in Montreal.
0: A month or so from now, I'll be in the UK and then Australia. A month from now, I will probably be in Montreal. Well, I have a ticket to Montreal. Well, we
1: haven't actually discussed actual dates.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Okay, so I didn't know the exact
0: time. Just saying, I have a ticket to Montreal, but no ticket anywhere else or a place to stay yet. So, so you'll be in Montreal. Hopefully, be in Montreal for a couple weeks. Yeah, and then I'm going to. I have one, two, three, four shows in the UK. Four, maybe five shows in just a couple days. In the UK. In London at a theater, I'm doing the knitting show. Well, there you go. Hey, London knitters, I'm doing the knitting show at a theater in London, and I will.
1: Where and can people find information about your performance?
0: I'll post on my webpage. On my webpage. And I'm also doing MelanieGall.com. I'm not the only Melanie Gall, but I am the most I got the I got the you singing. Well, I'm the only one. <laughs> and then singing in Newcastle. Doing three concerts in one day. I'm doing Opera Mouse in the morning, The Knitting Show in the afternoon, Stitch and Time in the afternoon, and then Piaf and Brel in the evening in Newcastle at a pub. In Newcastle. That's gonna be exhausting.
1: Yeah. You're gonna have to have lots of Diet Coke. Or Coffee. Coffee. You used to have Diet Coke as your caffeinated.
0: Drink. I did, but then I realized it's full of chemicals and coffee does a trick better.
1: No, it's true. But I just I used to know that before you performed, to make sure that you had enough food and that you had a Diet Coke so you could have a burst of energy before going on stage.
0: I don't get singers who don't eat before they sing. They say it makes them feel
1: I think if they get indigestion and you're not the kind of person who Just gets indigestion.
0: Just burp through the high seas. <laughs> anyway, and then after that, I'm going to I'm going to Adelaide. I've never been to Australia. I'm singing there. I have 10 days of performances of different shows. The Knitting, well, Knitting Show and the Stitch in Time and also Opera Mouse and also Piaf and Brell. actually. Good. I'll have all my stuff at this festival in Adelaide and then I'm not sure what's next.
1: You're going to have to spend a little time in Australia, right?
0: I don't, well, she, I already have my ticket. The people who hired me already bought my ticket back. I'm oh. going to see how much it costs to change it, because okay. I, it does seem, I should well, have talked to her about that because she's so lovely, the the woman who's producing the shows. But I do have a ticket back the day after I finish performing. I know, and I am, I'm waiting on my visa for that too. But hopefully, I'll get a visa, a tourist visa, after my work visa, and I can explore, or maybe get more gigs somewhere. Who knows? Who knows? I need to get on that, but getting close. And then
1: this... Where do you go back? To where do you return? Where do you go back to? Oh, okay. It's not that you didn't understand (laughs) the correct grammar. It's just that you don't know where you're going.
0: The ticket is to London via Dubai. But I'm hoping I'll get... I'm hoping that instead of just flying to London and needing to find some way back to Canada, (laughs) maybe a banana boat? I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I could... I will hopefully get a couple more gigs and this is what I need to get on... This week. Next week. By the end of next week, hopefully I'll have set up a couple more concerts. Someone will want to hire me somewhere, anywhere in the world, that is accessible by Dubai or London. So pretty much anywhere in the world. <clears throat> yeah. So no. anywhere, anywhere, there are certain places accessible only by boat? I would go anywhere. I have nothing to do end of March. Anywhere. Almost anywhere. And Anyway, and then April, I have no idea what I'm doing yet, and since now we seem to be talking about me, and... In May, I start this giant summer tour with my new show, which is about Deanna Durbin and Judy Garland, and I'm really, really excited about that.
1: So does everyone know who
0: those people are? Have you heard of Judy Garland? I have. She was in this little movie you may have heard of. Which one? (laughs) Um, Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. (laughs) Summer Stock with Gene Kelly. I don't know. Anything else? Uh, Ziegfeld Follies of 19... That movie, too. She was in other ones, right? Yeah, she was in um, Love Comes to Eddie Hardy. I thought there was one really like big one that I don't know what. You honestly don't remember? It's Wizard of Oz. That's what I thought. Oh my god! I was was joking, and you were joking. I was embarrassed. We're keeping this.
1: And you weren't saying it, so I was starting to question myself. You should. You're a mom. You and can't know, I was question yourself. Question my, I was sure of it, but then I didn't want to say it because what if it was
0: someone else famous and I was and you weren't saying it? This is me hitting my head. Oh. And Deanna Durbin was uh, more famous than Judy Garland. She was the highest. They were hired at the same time by MGM. Long story. She ended up at Universal. She saved the Universal, as in Universal, the movie makers. Studios. Studios. Yeah. And she was the most famous actress in the world in the late 30s, mid-40s. And and she had a lot better of a life experience. She did. Her life was going a lot better, but she chose to walk away from it all, and basically she wanted to fall into obscurity, and she did for a large part. Anyway, my show's about her. So anyways, if you want to know more about these characters, you're going to have to go to Melanie's show. Yeah, these characters who know, were in some movie about a rainbow Google. and maybe a dog named Dodo.
1: <laughs> I thought it was, but I was afraid to say it because you really weren't saying it. Well, I was being google eyes at you. I oh, know, but I was getting embarrassed. Anyway, I'm touring it too. Well, no, I'm more <sighs> embarrassed in it's public. Granted, we just drank my breast milk. <laughs> so how embarrassed should I be about this? I mean, good
0: point. <laughs> Is mom going to let us put this on? Wait, you're a mom. <laughs> I can ask you now. <laughs> hey, any mom, can we put this on? Yes, we can put this on. Yes, dear.
1: Yes, darling.
0: So on my tour... I'm starting in Tampa, in Florida, where I am do- actually doing my Piaf and Brel show and Opera Mouse, and then I'm doing the new show, the Deanna Durbin-Judy Garland show in Orlando, Florida, London, Ontario, Ottawa, Ontario, then I'm doing Piaf and Braille in Montreal, and then back to, the new- back to the new show for Regina and Winnipeg and Calgary and Edmonton and Victoria, and hopefully a few more places, but that- that's what I have set up. And if it goes well, I'll have enough money to get my own apartment instead of living nowhere. Woo! Yay! Rent
1: first and last. First and last. I don't want to ask, but in what city? I mean, I do
0: want to ask because I just did. I have no idea. Okay. That is also more of the problem. I think that's more the problem. Should we and, crowdsource source the decision? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. What city? In what city should Melanie live?
0: Okay. Where Where can I live?
1: I don't know. Okay, I don't
0: see an answer because it's not actually up yet. <laughs> So right now it's just <laughs> New York. I is, who am answering. Yes, it is you. New York's really expensive, and almost all my friends have left, and so it's just kind of sad now. Although I love New York. New York is
1: a great city to live in, but if you're not working there, what's the point in? Well, I would the be high working rent?
0: there hopefully if I lived. If if someone gave me an apartment in New York, I would not say no. But I can't. I just I we're sp- crowdsourcing this. We're too. crowdsourcing someone finding <laughs> a place to live, an apartment to, to live in, in or New- a house in New York. <laughs> It's a big one by it's, the river, maybe.
1: So if it, but if it's by the a house by the river, then you're not in, like mid. You're not you're not looking for midtown anyways. But there aren't that many houses by the river in Manhattan.
0: No, but there are those big ones on Riverside Drive, like where Irving Berlin used to live. Those are apartments. Okay, if you want a standalone house. I don't need talking? a standalone house. Okay. I guess in New York. I mean. I suppose. <laughs> the point is though. New York's expensive. I just spent the last month with three roommates under the age of 23 and their boyfriends, and they were all actors. And in their words, I just can't. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I can't. It was nothing makes you feel old and over the hill like hanging out with three kids under 23 and their boyfriends in their millennial, post millennial apartment. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yes. So maybe not New York City. (sighs) I miss New York already. I don't know where else in the States I would live, to be honest. I don't have anywhere else. I've always thought it would be nice to live in New England in a big old farmhouse.
1: That'd be gorgeous.
0: Yeah, but I'd have to, you know, get a big old farmhouse and a sheepdog and a car.
1: But then why New England and why not... Because it's beautiful. Somewhere in Canada that's equally as beautiful. Houses aren't
0: 250 years old. Oh, yeah, okay. You get these beautiful houses and these... But then there's... People hunt and that's... I don't want to get shot if... I think that By if accident. you
1: always wore an orange reflective vest. I don't want to. It's my land. It's shot. my it? land. I'm digging my well. There are probably laws preventing people to <laughs> from hunting on your. You on have, your to, land post, if you have you to post. You have to post signs. signs.
0: But what if they can't read? And what if they. The point. So that's why you're wearing your orange reflective Ugh. vest at all times. I can't live in Alberta because I can't. And I... They, she can't. It's not that the
1: the province would prevent her from living there. It's, <laughs> it's not like, there's not that much there for you. There's and nothing there for me. It's there's, not a great fit.
0: There's people I went to high school with I don't want to see, and it's just not a great fit culturally. No, let's put in that, so put many it ways, so many ways. But anyway. Toronto would be a good fit. Toronto's too expensive. But it's crazy expensive. If I could if I could afford to live in the annex in Toronto or some decent part in, So someone wants to give you Someone wants to give me a standalone house
1: or Yeah, a there are standalone houses luxury on Palmerston. Apartment.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a standalone house person, but you don't get a lot of space in the annex. Can we talk about my grand piano? Okay. it has the house has to be big enough. House or apartment. or apartment. It's it's in Brooklyn. I really have to get that thing out of the mob owned storage place where it currently resides. They're, but they're lovely. Doing a reasonable job taking care of it. Well, then the mob—they keep everyone away. It's fine. <laughs> no one's gonna bother it. Yeah, no one's no one's gonna look at it sideways. <laughs> Honestly, Montreal in a way would be the easiest, but I mean, I have one friend there, which is good. Esther is great. She's been on the podcast. She has a baby now, which means all the fun is over.
1: So the thing is, for about me, when anywhere that you're going to go, is that you likely will have to work on meeting new people because your friends are scattered across the globe. Yeah,
0: So you don't I know. have a lot
1: of friends in any one location.
0: Montreal is a bit hard. And there's also, dating-wise, Montreal's a, People are educated there. And honestly, in Alberta, that was a problem for me. I would go on a date, yeah. and a lot of people are working. And that's fine, but I have a, I would rather... It's not a good fit for you. It's not a good fit for me. I want someone who's, who can talk about philosophy and, and, stuff. <laughs> and stuff. And stuff. Shit. Yeah. Ugh. And she's allowed to swear because she's a mom. Um, in Montreal, a lot of people smoke, which makes oh, dating yeah. hard. People okay, people smoke, and people often have kids from previous relationships, not marriages necessarily. But it seems to be is, it, is this a is it a French it could be a French Canadian. It's French. I mean, it's I don't know. It seems
1: to a be a lot of I'm not deep into French Canadian culture, but it's it is, there are distinct cultural. Uh, it's it's a distinct cultural environment, and Montreal I think is a bit different than other parts of Quebec. But yeah, I think certainly there's more smoking. There's a lot more smoking. Um, mostly, and I mostly think with- also, uh, and there is a tendency to enter into common law relationships rather than marriages. And anyway,
0: which again is fine. I mean, that's absolutely fine. But the, a lot of people have kids. They just don't mention ahead of time, and you show up, and they say, oh, "I got three boys." And you think, wow, that's a lot of yeah. your kids. And it's not that what you you're have. looking for. No, no, not really. And so Montreal, I mean, the dating was more interesting discussions than in Alberta. But, and actually way more interesting than in New York, surprisingly. People don't just talk about themselves. They actually have a conversation in Montreal. Yeah. But st- I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I love the city. It's a beautiful city. So maybe Montreal. Yeah, I don't know. Montreal has the benefit of being beautiful, uh, culturally
1: interesting, and it's also a, it's a beautiful historic city. It Doesn't have to be a
0: big city though.
1: There is it's also not that, that big of a city though, is it?
0: No, I suppose. I mean, it's sprawling, but no, the areas I'd want to live in are pretty specific. And it's a r- for a big city. It's reasonably priced. It's gone up a lot lately, though. Is it? Well, yes, ish. Not compared to Toronto. Though. Well, after Trump won the presidency. A ton of uh, apparently a ton of Americans. Really? Yeah, but oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, people living near the border bought properties, and people from France with the government there. Oh, I didn't have, know that at oh, all. Oh yeah, they've they, a lot of people from France have bought properties there, hmm. so as an option, or they send their kids there because it's so cheap. there's Lots of places for rent.
1: There are actually people bought properties and aren't living in them.
0: Yeah, it's cheap Paris, so you send your kid to Montreal, and it's anyway. And the
1: education is the universities are are good.
0: But this isn't talking about knitting.
1: It's true. There's a good knitting store there. There are a couple of good.
0: They are owned by France people, people French people from France. Oh, really? Yeah, the Rue the, la the Maison Tricot. Everyone who works there is from France. You can tell by the accent, which is fun. I am, we are very proud of our bilingualness, you and I. We are very proud. Bien fait, ma soeur. Merci, mon petit chou. <laughs> she just called me her little cabbage. So anything else? Gosh, I don't know right now. Babies are gonna wake up. They're gonna
1: wake up and I actually wouldn't be averse to having a little bit of a snack ski.
0: Okay, because lunch was when we started this podcast 30 minutes ago. I'm hungry again. I'm hungry too. You know what? Let's eat. Okay. Bye.
1: Bye. Let's and it's sweet. It's a
0: Thank you so much for listening to episode 188 of the Savvy Girls podcast. Deborah is back. As you know, this is so much more fun with Deborah than without her. And if you'd like to reach either of us, we are at podcast at SavvyGirls.ca. I am Melanie at SavvyGirls.ca. She is Deborah at SavvyGirls.ca. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter, SavvyGirlsPCast. Yes, Twitter, because you're a bird. Twitter at Savvy Girls PCast. We are on Ravelry. We're all over the place. I am updating my webpage a lot, so MelanieGall.com if you're curious where I'm performing. And tune in next time. We've got some savvy mom, probably some more savvy Deborah, and definitely more knitting talk. In the meantime, tend to your knitting. Kitten. <laughs>
1: would look silly without lime green streaks. Well, don't shout. I'll shout. I'll shout if I want to. And do you know why? Why? Because I hate knitting.